Laughing Gas is No Laughing Matter. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. There may be a better way to capture carbon than planting trees, and it's something that's gone under the radar and sometimes underfoot. Peatlands. Peatlands are a type of wetland that occur in almost every country on Earth, but cover only about 3% of the planet. The wet and soggy bogs trap carbon from decayed vegetation that's built up over centuries. When peatlands are dried out, CO2 and other greenhouse gases are released into the atmosphere. A study from the Potsdam Institute for Climate Impact Research reveals that bogs contain about twice as much carbon as all the world's forests. Peatlands are being drained to make way for crops and tree plantations, and in some parts of the world, dug up for fuel. The dry bogs are also a fire risk, with the potential to release a lot of carbon very quickly. In Indonesia, peatlands that had been drained for palm oil plantations burned about five years ago, releasing more carbon dioxide per day than all the fossil fuels used in the European Union daily. The authors of the study say that the degraded peatlands need to be re-wetted and those still intact protected. According to the organization Conservation Evidence, peatlands can be restored by blocking drainage ditches and building embankments to raise their water tables. Nitrous oxide, commonly referred to as laughing gas, is used by dentists to help patients relax. But it's a powerful greenhouse gas, and the amount being released into the atmosphere is no laughing matter. Dentists are not to blame for the problem. A new study led by Auburn University shows the culprit is the growing use of fertilizers in agriculture that release the gas into the air. Nitrous oxide is 300 times more potent than carbon dioxide, and it remains in the atmosphere longer than a human lifetime. The good news is that the trend can be reversed by practices that deliver the precise amounts of nitrogen fertilizers needed by crops instead of leaving large quantities in the soil. No-till farming can also help soil retain more nutrients, so less fertilizer is required. Many of the necessary steps to reduce its use will improve water quality. Although the world is eagerly anticipating a COVID-19 vaccine, one group that may not be so hopeful, sharks. That's because many vaccines can include squalene, which comes from shark liver oil. Squalene is already used in sunscreens and cosmetics, and in vaccines, it increases their strength by boosting the immune response. One of the COVID-19 vaccines under development would require that about 500,000 sharks would have to be killed to satisfy the need. But according to Stephanie Brendel of the conservation group Shark Allies, they aren't all going to be hunted down immediately. However, she told Vice News, it's something that needs to be addressed now because there are likely going to be many years of vaccine production. Great whites, hammerheads, and endangered whale sharks are among the most targeted for their livers. The squalling industry already kills close to three million sharks each year for cosmetics, often taking only that one organ. In recent years, scientists have started turning to more sustainable plant-based sources for squalene, including vegetable oils from rice, wheat, and olives, but it's more expensive than extracting the compound from sharks. The conservationists aren't demanding that pharmaceuticals slow development of a COVID-19 vaccine, but request that they use plant-based alternatives instead. 
The beach was completely covered with dead starfish, sea urchins, seals, and octopuses. That was the scene on the Kamchatka Peninsula in Russia after a massive moving slick of toxic waste stretching nearly 25 miles left a bubbly yellow sludge on the water's surface. Surfers and swimmers complained of stinging eyes, some of whom were diagnosed with third-degree corneal burns. Greenpeace Russia has called it an ecological disaster and said on Twitter that samples of the contamination contained petroleum at levels four times higher than normal and also two and a half times higher of phenol, an industrial chemical. Eartha reports that some experts are saying the toxins may have come from leaks of old rocket fuel stored at military bases. The Russian government announced that it had opened a criminal probe into the pollution. Finally, nearly all species of sea turtles are listed as threatened or endangered because of plastic pollution, climate change, getting caught in fishing gear, or people eating their meat and eggs. So when the USAID announced their Wildlife Crime Tech Challenge to fight poaching and trafficking, Kim Williams-Guillon had an aha moment. The wildlife biologist with the conservation group Paso Pacifico remembered an episode of the TV show The Wire, where police hid a recording device in a tennis ball to catch a drug dealer. And that gave her an idea. Green sea turtles that live in Costa Rica lay eggs that look like ping pong balls. And maybe, she thought, you could create a decoy egg with a GPS device inside to track thieves. Thus was born the Invest Egg Gator, a 3D printed fake egg to catch poachers in the act. Williams Guillon and fellow researchers went to four Costa Rican beaches where turtles make their nests at night and slipped in the decoy eggs. Of the 101 fake eggs, about a quarter were taken by poachers. The researchers were able to track most of the decoys to the local area where the eggs are sold to restaurants and bars as a delicacy. One traveled over 100 kilometers to its destination. The goal, says Williams Guillon, is not to catch the local thieves per se, many of whom live in poverty, rather to identify the larger players in the illegal trade. Paso Pacifico plans to work with Costa Rican scientists to adapt their idea to track the illegal shark fin trade and the theft of eggs from parrot nests. That's it for this week in water, and we'll catch you next time. 